we'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study and health alert for June 1st, 2020. And uh, today's study is just, I, I can't even put it into words. And it seems like it's increasingly the information isn't just something superfluous that, you know, ah, you know, I could take it or leave it type of information. There's a good portion of this information that I'm covering today that could mean the difference between you getting your door kicked in, uh, being in jail, being fined $2,000 per day or not. And I understand God's in control, and he is. And I'm not saying that the Lord Jesus Christ cannot protect you. And this is why I always defer to the teaching I've done on Psalm 64, imprecatory prayers, or just key in prayer in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com regarding that. The power of prayer, fasting. <clears throat> but the Bible also says my children are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And that we're not to be ignorant of Satan's devices, lest he get an advantage of us. And there are more <clears throat> of Satan's devices coming out of the woodwork right now. And there's more ways that Christians and non-Christians, their lives are going to be destroyed than any time I've ever seen in the history of, of my, my existence. I mean, it is getting so insane. You're going to see if you listen to the study today. And I understand that the, the ones... I've done in previous weeks, I mean, no, this one eclipses all of them. The information is that important that we're going to be covering today. And I don't know how long it's going to take me to get through this. I think it's about a 20, uh, the, the PDF's probably about 28 or 29 pages for today. And I don't know how I'm going to get through it all, but I'm going to try. Um, I'm being bombarded so much with breaking information. And so much of the time, it's just not superfluous information that, you know, I don't have the option of not covering. It's, it's things I have to add in. So I'm going to do my best. We're going we're gonna to look at this staged race war, uh, the rioting, initially. But then we're going to get into the COVID-19 again. And I'm telling you, you want to know about what they're doing with the contact tracing. You really need to know because it is getting so stinking draconian and there's so many different little ways they're going to try to nail you on this and get you into quarantine or prison I, it's just it's unlike anything i've ever seen or even envisioned in my wildest dreams and they're doing it Staged race war, globalist inflaming racial tensions after heinous COVID-19 crimes exposed. So I really like this first report because it ties the COVID-19 in with the rioting and the staged race wars that we're seeing right now. Um, <clears throat> this is from State of the Nation, which does a really good job of, you want documentation, man. I mean, in, in tying it all together, whoever runs that website is incredibly detail-oriented the way they tie stuff together they try to do what i try to do um with my teachings now i'm pulling from many many sources they're using their own internal sources but they're also 
citing facts and, and statistics and things of this nature. <clears throat> this starts out by saying these are the most inflam inflammatory race war stories that have appeared seemingly out of nowhere over the past month of May. Now, many of these I, w I wasn't even aware of. This whole thing with the, the current situation in Minnesota, this is just one of the many things that have happened this in May, okay? Uh, one, black jogger uh, Ahmad Arbery hunted and killed by three white men in Brunswick, Georgia. See that report here. 26-year-old black woman EMT sprayed with bullets in the middle of the night by white police officers in Louisville, Kentucky. Now remember, this is all being done by design on purpose. These narratives that are being put out, these reports that are being put out to obviously elicit a response from uh, primarily blacks, obviously, because they feel like they're being attacked, okay? White woman Amy Cooper falsely reports black man as threatening for merely informing her about dog reg regulations in New York City Central Park. And all of these are linked to their respective stories. Black man... George Floyd murdered in cold blood by white police officer while three white officers look on in Minneapolis, Minnesota, obviously is what we've been hearing about. Black reporter arrested live on air by two white police officers at race, race I'm sorry, pretty sure that was the CNN reporter. I didn't even think about, when I saw that, I wasn't even thinking that he was black or white. I just thought, why are they arresting the guy? But of course, it fits the narrative. Key point. It is quite possible that any or all of these five events have been staged with crisis actors and perfectly positioned videographers and then reported as real by CIA's Mockingbird Media. Really, is there anything that ever makes it into the front page of the New York Times or the CNN primetime that isn't a hoax or a scam or a fraud of some sort? Surely anything that knocks the coronavirus pandemic off as the top story of the week is extremely suspect indeed. Now, let's give some clarity on this issue, okay? Before I go any further, I have to say this, and I've brought this up before, okay? But let's, um, let's get some clarity regarding this whole situation that we're talking about here. Here is a... Here's a statistical chart from the FBI, 2013. Now, I'm sure this is probably similar to what it is now, if not worse. Murder of blacks and whites in the United States as of 2013. Okay. Per 1 million members of the murderer's race. Okay. So out of every what, million people, um there are 9.83 whites killed by blacks okay and then there out of every million people there are 0.77 or not even one out of one million blacks killed by whites so according to these statistics from the fbi you are 1,277% more likely as a white person to be murdered by a black person than the other way around. Whites killed by whites is a little over 10 people and blacks killed by blacks, blacks is almost 54 people. That's the highest of demographic by far. Black on black is murder rate is the highest by far. The lowest by far is blacks killed by whites which is not even one person per
per 1 million. It's 0.77. That's how often that occurs. Okay? And this is what the media is hysterical about? Fact. Despite being outnumbered by whites 5 to 1 because of the population density, okay? Because there's not as many blacks in America as there are whites. Now, remember, I'm not saying this because I'm coming against my black listeners. I've got wonderful black listeners, and I've had numerous black listeners over the years email me and say, you're absolutely 100% right about what you're saying. I'm not condemning my, my Christian nice black listeners, okay? This is, this is not what this is about. These are, these are just statistics that we're going over here. And I got about a 50-page doc that goes into this in detail. But despite being outnumbered by whites, five to one, blacks commit eight times or 800% more crimes against whites than vice versa. I think these are conservative numbers here, personally. This is according to FBI statistics, and that's from even from 2007, going back further. A black male is 40 times as likely to assault a white person as the reverse. So you're 40 times more likely as a white person to get assaulted by a black than the other way around. These figures also show that interracial rape is almost exclusively black on white. Where's all the outcry about that? Where's all the black on white crime, which is by far more the norm, statistically speaking, 40 times more likely to be assaulted if you're a white person by black than the other way around. Where's interracial rape is, is almost exclusively black on white. Where is all that plastered on CNN and the front page of the news? Isn't that fair? No, no, no. We want to look at this one little thing under a microscope that was staged, most likely, of this one black guy that got killed by this supposed cop who was his buddy for like 17 years. They worked together. Really, really, really fishy. No, because that's the narrative they wanted to use to start this, this newest race war. But we'll totally ignore all the black on on white crime the assaults the rapes the murders how they're not even statistically close despite the facts that blacks are outnumbered five to one by whites in america they still commit 800 percent more crimes against whites than vice versa so if you extrapolate that out i, I don't even know if, if the numbers were even if there was the same amount of blacks as there were whites i guess you would have to times that by five so that would be four thousand percent if, if, if we had equal numbers of blacks and whites, the, the, the crime statistics, if you extrapolate it out, it would be 4,000% more crimes against whites than vice versa. But you can't talk about that. You can't talk about that in America. It's not politically correct. I can't mention that ever as a white person. I have to, you know, take whatever is said i have to feel guilty for being a white because obviously all my ancestors personally were slave owners obviously because every white that was the case and you know white guilt and 
you know, go along with whatever this narrative is that whites are evil and they need to be exterminated. And I've played you those videos before that that's the way that they're taught a lot of times in, in these uh, liberal colleges. And the blacks are encouraged to think that way. I have to just go along with all, knowing that all of that garbage and propaganda comes straight from George Soros, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, the most radical sects of our government, the weather underground, all of that garbage comes straight, those lies come straight from Satan, okay? But see, in order to be politically correct, I've got to go along with all that to be a good little white boy. I've played this video before, but I'm going to play it again, just to, again to, because I think it's important to set a foundation in whatever you're talking about. The Bible says if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? It's Proverbs 11.3. So if you establish an argument and you don't lay the foundation properly, then your argument's typically going to be weak. And it's really not my point today to establish an argument. I just like to, to bring some clarity to this issue and to point out the extreme level of hypocrisy when it comes to black on white crime statistics. And that we major on minor and minor on majors when it comes to this statistic. We ignore all the atrocities done to the whites, okay? But we just, anytime anything happens to a black on the streets, it's, it's front page news everywhere because that fits the George Noros, the George Soros satanic narrative that they want to push to create a race war between the whites and the blacks. And it creates all this white hatred of, of all races against whites. Despite the revelation that half of the officers charged in the death of Freddie Gray, the incident that led to the Baltimore riots, are black. The narrative that black people are being disproportionately and unfairly targeted by predominantly white police officers and a racist criminal justice system in the United States continues to dominate. This has led to the growth of a divisive movement, Black Lives Matter, which has only served to further polarize America down racial lines, obsessing on skin color and invoking white guilt, while ignoring the true causes of and solutions to police brutality. Until the following facts become part of the conversation, we're never going to see a real reduction in the number of violent confrontations involving black people and police officers. But the mainstream media, political leaders, and white people in general are afraid to even mention these facts for fear of being labeled racist. But I'm not here to win any popularity contest. I genuinely care about less black people and less police officers dying in the streets. So I'm going to give it to you straight. Black people in the United States are more likely to be victims of violent confrontations with police officers than whites because they commit more violent crimes than whites per capita. Fact. Despite making up just 13% of the population, Blacks commit around half of homicides in the United States. DOJ statistics show that between 1980 and 2008, blacks committed 52% of homicides compared to 45% of homicides committed by whites. 
more up-to-date FBI... And remember, despite being 13% of the population. ...tell a similar story. In 2013, black criminals carried out 38% of murders compared to 31.1% for whites. Again, despite the fact that there are five times more white people in the US. Fact, from 2011 to 2013, 38.5% of people arrested for murder, manslaughter, rape, robbery, and aggravated assault were black. This figure is three times higher than the 13% black population figure. When you account for the fact that black males aged 15 to 34, who account for around 3% of the population, are responsible for the vast majority of these crimes, the figures are even more staggering. Yes. Fact. Despite the fact that black people commit an equal or greater number of violent crimes than whites, whites are almost twice as likely to be killed by police officers. According to data from the Centers for Disease Control, between 1999 and 2011, 2,151 whites died as a result of being shot by police, compared to 1,130 blacks. Critics so all this over, this targeting of blacks being slaughtered, there's, there was almost a thousand more white people that were, that were killed that year by police officers in America. And I know you could say, yeah, their population is more, but still there was more, almost a thousand more. If it was such a gigantic problem, that number would be so disproportionate, but it's not. We're, there's still far more whites being killed by police officers. But yet, that's, that's the only thing in the world that matters. We need to drop everything, riot, smash everything up, burn down the cities, because that's the Christian and that's the righteous thing to do. I argue that black people are overrepresented in these figures because they only represent 13% of the population. Yes. But they're underrepresented if you factor in violent crime offenders. In other words, you would expect the number of blacks and whites to be killed by police to be roughly equal, given that they commit a roughly equal number of violent crimes. But that's not the case. Whites are nearly 100% more likely to be victims. And what about black on white violence in general? Well, it's a fact that despite being outnumbered by whites five to one, blacks commit eight times more crimes against whites than now, whites. Now, eight times means like 800%. Eight times means that. 800%. According to FBI statistics yes. from 2007. Yeah, I just quoted you that statistic. A black male is 40 times as likely yes. to assault a white person as the reverse. These figures also show that interracial rape is almost exclusively black on white. Quote, even allowing for the existence of discrimination in the criminal justice system, the higher rates of crime among black Americans cannot be denied, wrote James Q. Wilson and Richard Hernstein in their widely cited 1985 study, Crime and Human Nature. Every study of crime using official data shows blacks to be overrepresented amongst persons arrested, convicted, and imprisoned for street crimes. It's clear that the greater propensity for black people to commit violent crimes is a driving factor as to why blacks are becoming involved in more violent confrontations with police, 
than their 13% population figures suggest they should be. If the 911 calls are coming from black areas and are related to black people committing violent crimes, then of course black people are more likely to be engaged in violent confrontations with cops. Does that justify police brutality in cases such as Freddie Gray, Walter Scott or Eric Garner? Well, no, but it does demolish the Black Lives Matter narrative that the general trend of black people being victims of violent encounters with police is solely down to the fact that cops are racist towards black people. Right. Racism is a factor, but the statistics clearly show that by no means is it the only factor, and some would argue not even the dominant factor. But aren't all these statistics undermined by the fact that black people are unfairly targeted and framed for crimes by police officers in the first place? Don't higher arrest and conviction rates of blacks merely prove that police are racist? Well, this argument is debunked by looking at the proportion of offenders identified not by police, but by victims as black. The National Crime Victimization Survey shows that the number of blacks arrested generally correlates with the number of offenders identified as black by victims. Studies suggest that the reason behind blacks being more likely to commit violent crimes are the dual issues of poverty, which exacerbates family breakdown, and a subculture amongst the black community that is tolerant of and glamorizes crime and violence. <clears throat> in the like the rappers and, and those ones that glorify it in, in their uh, rap music. Of the Ferguson and Baltimore riots, we saw the white metropolitan liberal media further legitimize this violence by openly justifying and even endorsing violent unrest that targeted mainly black-owned businesses. Yes. This is true racism. Which is what's happened in Minnesota, too, for to a large extent. A lot of them are mom-and-pop, black-owned businesses, and those poor people are there, you know, like everything's been destroyed by their own race, for the most part, and you know, it's I feel horrible for them. Uh, but they, when they riot, they typically riot in their own areas, and then they destroy their own, their own uh, wherever they live. By encouraging blacks to loot and riot, the white liberal media is helping to keep black communities in a cycle yes. of destructive behavior yes. that will lead to more police brutality targeted against black people. Police brutality is a huge problem within the United States, and anyone that denies that fact is part of the problem. But until we acknowledge and address the equally important issue of violent criminality within the black community, and until that becomes part of the national conversation, the issue is never going to be resolved. And by failing to make these facts part of the conversation, black political leaders, protest organizers, and the white liberal media is complicit in perpetuating the chain reaction of violence that makes more police brutality against black people an inevitable outcome. Yes, excellent.
I've played that probably, that's probably about the third time I've played that over the years. Um, so we have that. Okay, so we established that. Now, what Barack Hussein Obama started and egged on during his eight years in office, the deep state globalists are determined to further expand while Donald Trump is the president. But why now? Well, they're, they're speculating here, but they say because the manufactured coronavirus pandemic and the stage panic have exposed numerous deep, deep state operatives, Democratic leaders, and the mainstream media co-conspirators for numerous and transparent crimes against humanity. In point of fact, the ongoing COVID-19 crime wave washing over the USA and the planet has proven to be such a highly organized criminal conspiracy that the perpetrators felt compelled to do what they always do. Well, start a race war. Distraction, distraction, distraction. It's entirely true. Nothing distracts like an irrationally violent race riot or rapidly exploding race war. The powers that be knew full well that whenever they needed to distract the U.S. or divert our attention, a burning American city replayed by all the major networks over a few news cycles will always do the trick. For the first time in well over four months, the coronavirus pandemic was moved off the front pages and abruptly supplanted by the brutal killing of a black man by police officers in Minneapolis. If this repugnant killing really did happen, and we're going to look at that next, okay, it is outrageous and indefensible and must be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. And I agree with that. Okay. I'm not, I'm not saying that that's the case, but it's just, it's just the emphasis on this when, you know, it's a proven fact that blacks abort over 50% of their children at the abortion mills. That's no problem doing that though. There's no problem there. No pro I'm not saying whites don't do have it, but it's like over, it's so disproportionate with the blacks. And that's never talked about. All these other crime statistics that I brought up about black on, on, on white crime, that's never talked about, ever. Why, why isn't that ever emphasized? No, no, let's just look at this one event that was most likely staged and let's end the world over it and burn down all the cities as a result of it. Okay, so going further, it is very important to note that this horrific event was filmed in a manner as though it was literally staged to be captured on video. The same goes for the other three racial events listed above that we just talked about, each of which has proved to foment racial tensions throughout the month of May. Why, pray tell, did these five race-baiting events get filmed over the course of the same month when the serious coronavirus crimes committed by the various Democratic governors, well, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to let the Republicans off the hook either, but and deep state operatives in the Trump administration and the mainstream media co-conspirators are being revealed. And then they give you five, six different links to different reports they've put out, I guess, in the last month. And they're all under the guise of, call, it's called geriatric genocide, meaning killing the elderly. And I'm just going to read you the titles. These five liberal, liberal governors are guilty of conspiracy to commit murder of nursing home house elderly. I think we're going to get into that later if, if I ever get there. It's like I said, the study's going to be probably very large. Uh, another one under the same heading of geriatric genocide. David R. Wright, Director of Quality and Safety and Oversight for Medicare and Medicaid, issued f fatal guidance. Another one, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation provided criminal guidance used by Fauci and Burks. Then, Governor Andrew Cuomo repopulated the New York City nursing homes with discharged COVID-19 patients. Why? Because they brought the COVID-19 patients in there to infect 
the elderly in the nursing homes, those that would be most vulnerable, most likely had their flu vaccine and brought them in there. They were already compromised. And the average death is like in the 80s, okay, of the COVID-19 deaths. And this is where they could kill off the old people and pump up their COVID-19 stats and claim it's this big epidemic when they were bringing these COVID-19 patients into the nursing homes by design on purpose to kill off all the elderly in the nursing homes. They're doing it by design on purpose. Again, we're going to get into this later. And this is all coming out. So is this why they're ramping up all this stuff with the riots now? Probably a big part of it. Uh, then another report. All these people should be in prison. It's a whole report on, I think, Bill Gates and them. And then why did the New York City hospitals not use this well-known proning maneuver for all COVID-19 patients with ARDS. Anyway, then back to the report. When five governors are being called out for geriatric gen genocide because of their official orders to nursing homes within their respective states, their hidden masters were forced to change the conversation real fast. Everyone get ready for America's hastily orchestrated and choreographed race war this hot summer of 2020. It's not very often that deep state Democrat globalist VIPs such as Tony Fauci, Bill Gates, George Soros, Deborah Burks, Robert Redfield, and Tedros Adhanom of The Who are all exposed for so many egregious crimes against humanity. Uh, what egregious crimes? Well, they've got two reports here. You, if you want to click on Bill Gates, a menace to society who must be arrested and prosecuted for crimes against humanity, and then Fauci Gate, a Operation COVID-19 point man, Tony Fauci must be arrested and prosecuted for genocide. Again, I'm not going to go into all those. I've, I've got into that in many, many previous studies. But if you want to know more about that, it's in the PDF for this date for June 1st, 2020. Back to the report. So when many Democratic governors in the liberal Northeast are likewise accused of crimes of genocide, especially geriatric genocide, the only way to put out the raging political fire is with a much more dramatic conflagration. <clears throat> and so they have it. Now take a look at this coincidental connection between the fired officer Derek Shal Shalvin and the black man he supposedly murdered, George Floyd. And this is right from their 6 o'clock news. George Floyd fired officer overlapped security shifts at South Minneapolis. Um, I don't know if it was a club. Um, and here's the report. A former club owner of, in South Minneapolis says the now-fired police officer and the black man who died in his custody this week both worked security for her club up up at the end of last year. It was some nightclub, I, I believe. George Floyd and now former officer Derek Chauvin both worked security at El Nuevo Rodeo Club on Lake Street, <clears throat> according to Maya Santa Maria. Um, Santa Maria owned the building for nearly two decades, but sold the venue within the last few months. Chauvin was our off-duty police officer for the entirety of the 17 years that we were open, Santa Maria said. They were working, meaning the black man that got killed, the, the, the one that, you know, had his, his knee on, on, um, George Floyd's neck. They were working together at the same time it's just that chauvin worked outside and the security guards were inside so the black man was a bouncer inside from what i heard and chauvin was the one that was on the outside the police officer they had <clears throat> um their news the news uh reporters here investigate 
Five Investigates has reached out to Chauvin's attorney and the Minneapolis Police Department, but they cannot be reached for comment at the time of the story that was published. I mean, I'm looking at this picture of this guy with his knee on there, and it looks like he's doing a photo op. It looks like he's, you know, like he's... It's... it's The expression on his face is just one of like, oh, hum-de-dum, dum-de-doo. You know, he's supposedly killing this guy on the ground. Maybe he did, okay? It's just... The expression does not match the situation at all. Okay, a lot of really fishy stuff going on there. We're going to look at it further. Next report, it begins. Domestic terror groups Antifa and Black Lives Matter have become a 20-city campaign of arson, looting, and bombing of businesses. Again, this was all predetermined by design on purpose. All this whole thing was with the, the, the event that happened in Minnesota was the linchpin for that to happen. It was the, you know, the pin they pulled out of the grenade for, you know, for that to happen. Take a look at the following scenes of the terror campaign of Black Lives Matter Antifa. There's pictures here in the PDF. This is a war, people, and the police may or may not be able to keep you safe. The radical left in this country have decided to attack and have already begun a campaign of domestic terror. That right now is playing out in over 20 cities tonight. And many more playing in the coming days. I think it's probably grown by now. Black Lives Matter has once again joined up with the fascists of Antifa and with the CNN headquarters in Atlanta being surrounded by anarchists who have already set a set of bombs in hopes of gaining access into the building. America's at war, and this is exactly what the Democrats have been planning, and it has begun. The Bible says in, in 2 Timothy 3.1, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Well, that is where we're at. Again, proving the Bible right. <clears throat> it also says evil men and seducers shall wax, meaning grow, worse and worse. Deceiving and being deceived. So these people that are doing all this are not only deceivers, but they themselves are very deceived. Okay? Uh, 2 Timothy 3.13, I believe. So, Reginald Denny was a truck driver who had the bad fortune of driving his truck along the same streets where people were protesting Uh, the treatment by police of Rodney King back in 1992. Denny had nothing to do with that. He was just a commercial truck driver on his route. When he stopped his truck as protesters formed a line across the road, he was pulled out of his truck and beaten into a coma. I want you to remember that as you're driving in the coming days through the streets of your city. Whatever you do, do not stop your vehicle should Black Lives Matter or Antifa terrorists try to block your movement. It is highly likely your window will be smashed and you will be pulled out and beaten. Well, I, I mean, I'm, listen, I'm not saying that's not a good warning to heed, okay? I'm not saying God can't protect you. I'm also not saying you shouldn't have protection in your vehicle. You know what I mean? But it's something to be aware of. I've got I've got into this before. Just can, um, when the cities, just can, cities explode or biblical resistance to tyranny or biblical self-defense. I've done several studies on these subjects, okay, over the years. They're all there. All you got to do is go up to contendingfortruth.com and go to the, the search bar and you should be able to find them. You might need to do a couple different keyword searches to find exactly what you're looking for, but it should be up there. It's all free. All the PDFs are free. For, you know, that's how I've always done things. So um, then he writes in here. Now, this is now the end begins a Christian ministry. It says, my source with whom I have great trust says that Minnesota Attorney General Ellison is coordinating with Antifa. Yes, our government is a coordinating with Antifa, particularly the Democratic strongholds, true, 
and Black Lives Matter and George Soros to get all this stuff going so that they can eventually get us into martial law and then, you know, stoke up the race war, get, you know, blacks fighting against whites and whites fighting against blacks, stoke up the race war, lock us down. We're already half in lockdown from the COVID-19. They really want to bring, I'm telling you, they put, they're pushing in all their chips. If this study doesn't convince you of that, I don't know what will because we're going to get into some stuff I can't even believe later. This is very disturbing after hearing his comments in today's presser. Antifa has been bust in and they're being paid $20 an hour with bonuses being paid to those doing the looting and the destroying. Okay, that's how they roll. Now here's a, here's an advertisement for this. And this this report, it's just a little one. Soros Army burns down America. And here's a little flyer they've been putting out. Looks like it might have been on a, I don't know, put up somewhere. It says, get paid to be a professional anarchist. Get paid up to $200 uh, for direct direct action. Remember, direct action gets the goods. Contact your local Open Society Foundation branch sponsored by Open Society and George Soros. Okay, they're openly admitting this. And they've got the anarchy symbol, which is the A inside the circle, anarchy. And then they've got the upside down cross with the fist at the top which you know is also a satanic symbol and i think that's maybe black power and then there's the just the star symbol which is also known as a pentacle five-pointed star in this case it's pointing with the, with the point up which i'm kind of surprised but the star is always a pentacle or a pentagram and it's always an occult symbol okay so 40 plus cities face an army of mainly leftist crybaby millennials that have descended on america this mob of unemployed due to the pandemic are destroying the very hands that feed them as they torch our stagnating economy just as it was starting to climb out of its hole just as a lot of the lockdowns were being lifted you notice that the timing just as we're finally starting to get some of the lockdowns lifted this happens which will which what they want to do is put us right back in even more severe lockdown and we're going to look at that as well because nobody's social distancing now right because of the riots oh yeah well that's that has to be dealt with right Egged on and coordinated by social media forces deeply rooted in the George Soros leftist machine, looters and rioters disguised as protesters use the George Floyd murder to destroy more lives, the economy, and ultimately themselves. And facial recognition software is going to be their worst nightmare. Ow, I think they'll probably be given a free pass, those types. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they'll be in the database, but they're, they're doing Satan's work. Why would they be punished? You know? Um... Here's false flag proof video of pallet of bricks being delivered to street corner in riot torn. Um, now I think Jones says that this was in um, Austin. So anyway, this is what they do. Uh, I've reported on this before, where in the streets of Chicago, black gangs would find like cardboard boxes full of all kind of weapons handguns uh, machine guns you name it just they'll just drop the government will go there and literally drop them off at alleyways where they've got more gangs per you know city block there than you can even imagine and the killing rate is so high in chicago it's just off the scale but again that's black on black crime you nothing to see here no no problem there at all they've got total gun control yet the our government will go the wicked factions of our government will go and drop those those guns off in the um in the streets of chicago in the back alleyways of of the predominantly black neighborhoods and knowing that the gang members are going to get a hold of them and use them to kill one another which is what they want them to do 
ultimately to bring us into this total lockdown and to say, see, we've got to take away all the guns because guns are what cause all this problem. Well, guns in the hands of wicked people are a problem, especially when there's no good guys with guns where the good guys have been disarmed. It becomes a really big problem. That's what they want to create and that's what they have created in Chicago. Okay, and that's why there's such a high murder rate there. Because good guys with guns prevent that from happening because the bad guys with guns think twice before they do what they're going to do. Now, I understand the majority of the, of the killings, they're all black on black in those neighborhoods. So this is just more evidence of that. Someone is delivering pallets of bricks to street corners in cities where riots are erupting, allegedly over the police killing of Minneapolis citizen George Floyd. Moreover, chartered buses are bringing in loads of protesters into the same riot-torn cities. These riots are clearly not spontaneous outpourings of citizen anger. They are staged, manipulated, and coordinated attacks. America is being attacked by an entity trying to destabilize the nation through violent civil unrest and property damage. The identity of the entity must be determined so that they can put down by whatever... The, the identity of the entity must be determined so they can be put down by whatever means are necessary. The video... Below shows a pallet of bricks on a street corner right outside a nice large store. I'm going to play this very brief video of these bricks. And you're going to hear firsthand what this um, black gentleman This right here? Yeah, they put them there on the purpose. They put them there on purpose, bro. They're going to set them on right up on this the... This is a setup. He's pointing to this, this pallet of bricks right in front of this nice, I don't know if it's a department store, but it's some nice store. It's a black guy and a white guy. And he says, this right here is a setup. They want us to start throwing these into the stores. So he's smart, okay? He's not taking the bait. Yeah, I know what building this is Come right here. Now. I ain't even gonna say what name it is. Hey, where do them bricks go to? Where do them bricks go to? Where do them bricks go to? We gotta do better. Ain't no gotta do better. He's saying, you gotta do better. This is a setup you gotta do. There's no construction going on there. There's no construction at all. There's no reason that they should have had a, a pallet of bricks all of a sudden just waiting for them in this riot-torn area, wherever they're at. No damn construction around here. I see. There ain't no damn construction around here. You're just going to set a pallet of bricks right there. Oh, okay. Listen, I did jury duty three months ago. Y'all don't keep no bricks right there. Do better. Oh, he did jury duty three months ago, so maybe that was the courthouse or something. So, yeah, I mean, there you go. So we have that, and that's that's a viral video that's going around. Um, here's a photo below of, and again, you're gonna have to look at the PDF to see this, but the photo below shows a batch of protesters fresh off the chartered bus in Minneapolis in the background. So they brought in all their Antifa, Black Lives Matter, for this very reason, so they would have built-in rioters. Okay, here's the picture. It's obvious who the entity is that we're talking about, and it's George Soros and his beloved Antifa and Black Criminal Lives Matter. Well, it's it's more than that. It's it's the highest factions of our government, and particularly, obviously, the more liberal Democratic sides. But I believe all all sides are kind of in on it. It's just the Republicans aren't going to you know go in there, and the high level evil wicked Republicans aren't going to go in there, and you know they're going to try to distance themselves from this. And I'm not saying all of them all of them are evil but i i think that that when you get in a high level political officers governor senators you know it's it's about bloodlines it's about who you know it's about how much you've sold out to satan typically so i don't trust any of them um george soros and his beloved antifa and black criminal lives matters um thugs 
plus the bricks can be an extra weapon to use by the riders obviously and then there was a couple of comments videos now surfacing of undercover police posing as protesters while acting as agent provocateurs to ramp up the violence and destruction yes we're going to look at that uh also police departments literally standing down and allowing the violence and destruction take place why would they do that well then they could point to oh wow our police precinct has been totally destroyed we've pulled back on purpose by design when they could have easily defended it and um no we pulled back so that they would be destroyed so that the, we could have then the photo op the next day of look they gutted our police i mean we're in total anarchy we need to call in the military we need we need national guard we need everybody on the streets we need to we need to go into martial law that's why they're doing this trying to get us to martial law and once we go into martial law like i said they're not they're not backing off on all these covid19 restrictions they're just doubling down i don't know if we're ever going to get out of it i don't know if they're ever going to let us out because once satan takes ground he doesn't like to give it up I hope I'm wrong, but another comment read, uh, <clears throat> there may not be a U.S. election this fall. As we destroy the rule of law and civil cohesiveness in the country, China is aggressive on India, removing democratic protection for Hong Kong and pushing the boundaries with Taiwan and coastal waters of the South China Sea. China is taking this opportunity to flex its military muscle, knowing that the U.S. is being weakened from within. I think it's a big coordinated event and yes there is a lot of stuff about war drums with china as well and i've been talking about that recently we're going to talk about it more today in a little bit the paid actors that promote and inflame violence are not motivated by altruistic ideals but of the destruction or of the american fabric at least some people are waking up to this false flag event and sounding the alarm that's what i'm trying to do here today let's go further because i got so much content to cover but i'm already on page 11 so that's pretty good a staged false flag minneapolis death of a black man the video they do not want you to see okay so we're gonna play this now all right you guys i know you're gonna be excited we got floor brun on the channel today and i know you guys love her now this lady is about as new age as you could possibly get okay so i'm only gonna let her talk a little bit she she brings up some good points and she, later she starts talking about how we're going into the age of aquarius and i believe that somebody like her who is a hardcore new ager is looking at this like this is going from the old world order into the new world order from the age of pisces which is where you know the piscean age which is where supposedly you know the jesus kind of dominated into the dawning of the age of aquarius like that song from like the 60s okay she mentions that specifically and i do believe that the new agers believe that that has to only come through a lot of turmoil and strife and rioting and to get us into that age that golden age where we will all be as gods you know like the same the same lie that the serpent told to eve in the garden of eden yeah yeah same same thing okay so i'm not gonna let her talk a lot but i i 
there was enough in this that I thought you needed to hear this information. Before me and her talk, if I don't get this rant out, I'm not going to be able to, to communicate properly with Floorburn. So I want to speak what's on my mind, and then we'll talk, let you speak what's on your mind. Um, first of all, I don't care about YouTube monetization. I don't care about their censorship. Um, I have Patreon, and they support me and take care of me so that I can get on YouTube and speak what I believe to be the truth and not care what they do to my channel. And what I want to say is George Floyd, I do not believe he's dead. Why did he not die on video? They put the knee on George Floyd for nine minutes, and then it says he later died. He didn't die in front of people. There's a reason for that. He's not dead. He was paid to do this. And the cops that had the, the cop that had his knee on on George Floyd, that same cop has been photographed working the Boston bombing and Sandy Hook. Mm. Now to top all this off. The riot Did you hear what he said? That same cop was in the Boston bombing and in Sandy Hook. I mean, he looks like some kind of little devil drone that would do something like that. And here he is again, the Mr. Mr. Crisis actor showing up. Yeah, he might he might have a legitimate job there at the police office. That doesn't mean he's not called out on weekends to do the crisis actor thing or wherever he's called upon to do it. So, I mean, there, there's so many things. You, Whenever you see a narrative like this being pushed, you have to assume it's a lie. You have to. In Minneapolis, uh, before they turned destructive, a white man dressed in all black with a mask and an umbrella approaches an yes. auto parts store and begins busting out the windows with a hammer. You know what the black people did that were walking? You know who the white guy was that was doing it? He was a cop. He was a cop with that Minnesota police, but he had—he was all covered up. He had an umbrella. He was trying to be as low-key, kind of like cover himself up as much as possible. They've already identified him as a cop that works there in that, I don't know if it's that precinct or whatever. I, I believe we're going to get into that later. They ran up to him and tried to physically stop him and told him, what are you doing? No, no, no. Don't do this. We don't want this to turn deadly. We don't want the police here. Then they followed him on camera as he tried to get away. They tried to actually fight the man. Well, now it's came out, and I'm going to pull his picture up right here. Yeah. Now it's came out that his yeah, name... That's, that's him. The cop who started the vandalizing was outed by people who know him. It shows a picture of the guy with the umbrella that was going and busting out the windows. Um, he's a cop. He's where he was wearing like a gas mask and um, like had an umbrella. He was all dressed in black and, and he had this hammer with him. And it said his name is Jacob Petter, Pedersen of the St. Paul PD. Okay. So, and it shows his picture of his, his cop picture and it shows him next to it and it's the same guy. Is Jacob Peterson of the St. Paul PD. I have to mute this part because he cusses. And he started the Minneapolis riot. How many other riots that destroyed black cities and, and put the target on black people's backs, how many of those other riots throughout the past hundred years were started by agent provocateurs also? And why I'm really pissed off is I uploaded a real clean cut video about 20 minutes ago where I didn't show the actual footage and I said, you guys, look it up on your own, Agent Provocateur, Minneapolis. YouTube still demonetized the video 
and still placed the, the, the restrictions on it so that notifications didn't go out, only a small per percentage of notifications. It's getting hardly any views. They're silencing the freaking truth. Yeah. So since they did that, I'm, I'm so furious. I just wanted to come out and speak it all. He ain't dead. It was all a psyop. They've been doing this to black people for years and years and years to divide the country, enact martial law, and take control of our minds. Floorburn, thank you very much. Welcome. I had to get that off my chest. I appreciate it, and I'm right with you. I, I feel like this is something that was um, coming in the mix, and we finally have proof that they've been adding their own sources of age and provocateurs in these crowds to initiate what looks like to be um, you know, mass um, you know, riots, and really they're the initiators of those riots. And they've always had a hidden hand doing so. And a lot of us have always known this. It's been a conversation for many years, especially in the brown Melanite communities, stating that there were agent provocateurs that were paid masons, um, parts of the deep state that were pur purposely placed in these uh, and initiated initiating these types of um, of uprising, uh, 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 so to speak. And really, it wasn't the people who were protesting. It's really those who are being paid to go there and kick it up another notch. So I appreciate that now this is revealed so people aren't uh, sleeping and thinking that their government is going to protect them and is, uh, you know, and, and their president is on their side. Um, I love how one of the one of my sisters said that many people who are in support of Trump, I do appreciate his lack of control that allows for him to say and do what he wants so that we can get a little bit of fire underneath people's butts. But at the same point, so they're saying he's fighting the deep state. But what if he's part of a deeper state? What if this is all being purposefully exactly. done to make sure that his um, his allegiance people who have, have allegiance to his presidency and him being voted in, this is being initiated to kick off martial law and yes. to make him look like a savior. Yeah, and I'm seeing this as that. I'm yes, seeing it this as absolutely. that. Absolutely. She's right. She's right. Uh, now, we're going to look at that. What is he doing? What is Trump actually doing? Well, we're going to look at that in a little bit coming up here. Okay. Um, and this is the excuse for him to get troops on the streets and marsh potentially martial law and i'm telling you it's not looking good now i'm gonna play this next one clear elements of plain chaos in minneapolis now i'm telling you there's bad language using this it's bleeped out but you'll be able to still discern kind of what they're saying but i felt like it was important enough to play this to, to give you another a set of evidences that this is all staged and that the cops are all in on this now i'm not saying all cops are bad i'm saying in this case though whatever mk ultra mind control cops they got in there they're part of this stuff so bear that in mind bad language but it is bleeped out um but probably not appropriate for for um children to hear not a real long video though there are allegations that there are some of the people who started some of the, the break-ins. Okay, now this is Chief Madera Aradano of the Minneapolis Police. I'm assuming he's like the main guy for this area. ...businesses where folks outside agitators, um, we've been hearing people um, all over social media right now. Any leads on that? Uh, we continue to follow uh, that information at Intel uh, and keeping the mayor uh, briefed on that uh, as we speak. Um, I, I will just say that uh, 
uh, it was clear to me and also hearing from our local community leaders uh, that many of the people that were involved in the criminal conduct last night uh, were not known Minneapolitans to them. And so, um, so yes, there were certainly people who were involved in the activities last night that uh, uh, were certainly not recognized as being here from the city. It's because George Soros is busting most of them in. This is for everybody out there that's trying to use their brains, okay? Before it actually became a riot, the media was calling it a riot. You find that there are hundreds of people that are being arrested that have been bussed into Minnesota. They don't even live there. The police commissioner actually said it. The mayor will tell you he don't care. You have 400 years of slavery. Go ahead and destroy everything going on around here. But let me tell you why exactly. he's saying that. Yeah. Oh, these rules are devils. He's saying now, this is a black man telling you this. Because you're not riding on his block where his house is. That's why. It's because you are riding in your own neighborhood and destroying your own neighborhood. All of those targets, I'm pretty sure, tons of black folks from that neighborhood work in that target. And yep. now they're not going to have a job to go yep. to either. Or the small businesses they're destroying that are owned by blacks in those same neighborhoods, which is horrible. Pandemic already crippling economies and already hurting your area, they already knew this was going to make it worse for you. You're, they're letting you destroy your own homes, and you're doing it willingly. And George Soros is sending people to hell. This is Umbrella Man. This is the cop, and it shows him just busting out the windows. This is the cop from the St. Paul uh, Department that we identified earlier. And here's the video footage of him busting out these windows. Those cops will come for you if you're pulling that crap. Now, he's got a black guy with him that supposedly, I think those two are together, but he's kind of acting like, hey, man, what are you doing? But there's other people saying don't do that, but it looks like the one black guy, because the cop's white, okay? He's in a gas mask. He's got an umbrella, really weird. And um, the other black guy, I think, is there more for, like, um, to, to act like he's diffusing the situation, act like he's kind of confronting this white guy that's doing this. But I do believe they're together because they were spotted later walking together in different footage. Who is the pink, pink shirt guy? Yeah, he's the, the black guy that's following him. I just came with a hammer and smashed the window. Yeah, you're going to me. I'm going to fight you right now. You want to you wanna go? Let's, let's go. So, so they're acting there like they're going to fight. I don't, I don't. Hey, hey, hey. Are you a cop? They're asking him if he's a cop. Of course he is. So weird. So evil. So wicked. And they're just showing like this play out in the parking lot. And the, the one guy with the pink shirt, you know, he's supposedly like kind of confronting them. But that could all be could all be an act. It's not, it's not like they're trading blows or anything. It's very strange. Different video of the same day, though. They're walking together in this video. Different video. 
I don't know, it looks too weird. They, they don't look like they're, in that video, they're kind of like together. Put me on. My name is Anthony Corners Eklund. There are people riding around with motorcycles. They are police instigators. I rode with them last night. They tried to get me to break into the Mall of America. So he said there's there's guys riding around on motorcycles. He was riding. He had a motorcycle. They were riding around together trying to get them to break into the Mall of America. He he's eyewitness to this happening. Now, granted, this guy does. It sounds like he's heavily medicated or high or drunk or something, but. I don't think he's just making all of this up. And when we see these other cops out there that have been identified smashing windows, we see this whole narrative of George Soros. All of this dovetails nicely together. Break into the what? There, there's a group of motorcycle riding motherfuckers. I'm, I'm not even I'm joking. Told TV. Yep. Okay. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> I'm on a Ninja 300. I kept up with a bunch of Yamaha 650s last night. Okay, they wanted me to break into the Mall of America. I'm Tony Cordes Eklund, Anthony Ocean Cordes Eklund, here tonight. It sounds like some crazy sh**, these motherfuckers. I've been here, I've been here since the first, I've been here since the first night, okay? Okay, I'm from here, I'm sad my target's burned down. Where am I gonna shop? Where am I gonna get my groceries? Born and raised, Potterhorn Park, I went to South High, Minneapolis. These I had my motorcycle here last night when the sh** burning down. I met up with a group of motherfuckers. They looked like right out the military. They were all strong and well kept. Okay, okay, so he met up with a group of guys on Yamaha 650s. They were all strong, well kept. They looked like they are straight out of the military. They were strong. And they all knew how to do Papa Wheelie. And they couldn't, I, I asked for them, tell me where you're from. Ask me your story. Where are you from? I'm from Southside Minneapolis. They couldn't say a word. I know what is making a story up, okay? Right. Please get me before they kill me. Because them motherfuckers, I lost my bike tonight. I was on my bicycle. They rolled up in their motorcycles. I recognize each and every motherfucking one of them. Please protect me. I'm Anthony Corris Eklund, okay? If anything, that's going to get him killed unless God intervenes because he's really putting himself out there. I'm afraid for my life. They came up with me twice. How can you find a one person in a group of 10,000 three times in one night, okay? No, I, I ain't even done yet. Thanks for speaking. What the f***? These are literal agents, okay? Out here. Agents of the state? Yes. Police, police? Yes, and they're, riding on they're the National Guard doing Papa Willies with me all night trying to get me to break into the Mall of America. I told them, them. But they didn't do it. They I told them, them, yes. They went to the liquor store last night. They were like, let's rob this liquor store. They, they, want you know, know, they happened to know where all this One day I was like, let's rob the Foot Locker, okay? These motherfuckers know all the targets. They wanted me to be the bait. I am, I want to give my life. Listen, I'm not trying to get famous. I don't give a about fame or nothing i'm telling the truth i mean personally i don't think the guy's making it up um, he, he might not have been all mentally there but i think he was not making that up um now current headlines the in, breaking on drudge san francisco curfew to be extended indefinitely okay nation out of control these are all different current event headlines urban warfare spreads Los, and the, this is where all a lot of these cities, L.A., Seattle, Nashville, Oklahoma City, Salt Lake City, Atlanta, Chicago, Detroit, New York City, D.C., Philadelphia, Miami, Vegas, Cleveland, Denver, Des Moines, Dallas, Indianapolis, Charlotte, Kansas City, Pittsburgh, Columbia, 
Wilmington, uh, Portland, Phoenix, Tampa, and more. These are all cities that are getting totally out of control where riots are starting to happen. And then 82nd Airborne on Stanboy, and, and 82nd Airborne in, in the military on Stanboy to uh, deploy to Minnesota. Cities brace for increasing unrest, spiraling out of control. Minnesota Governor Waltz, we estimate 80% of the rioters are from out of state. As Minneapolis burns, mayor takes heat for response. Political finger pointing intensifies. Secret service clashes with crowds at the White House. Remember, I'm not even going into any of these reports. These are just current event headlines. Fox News reporter says, scary situation since Tahir Square. Uh, and New York City pleads for calm. L.A. on the brink. More than 500 arrests for looting and vandalism sweep, sweep downtown, I guess, in L.A. Police car set on fire in Philly. Citywide curfew. Security officers gunned down in Oakland. Okay, so the next report in the video here, U.S. on the brink of martial law as officials implement contact tracing methods to track rioters. So contact tracing, they're hiring all these legions of people to do this, okay? And this is that, that um, House Bill 6666 where they want like billions and billions of dollars to fund paying the contact tracers. And now they've got a legion of them because we, they're out of work. So they're going to be using this, unfortunately, in all facets of life. Welcome, everyone. I'm Spiro. Thanks for tuning in. If this is not an emergency broadcast, I don't know what is. Now, for those of you who have been following me for some time, know that I've never been one to fear monger. It's not now, nor has it ever been my message or my mission. But right now, we are literally witnessing the destruction of America by design. And this didn't just happen overnight. This has been a long-standing plan in the works. This country was already bought and sold a long time ago. This country has already been looted a long time ago. And the people shackled through a debt-based system of slavery who have also been divided through a sophisticated propaganda machine, weaponized and turned against the people. And now we are seeing the start of the fireworks. Protests are gaining momentum. We're seeing just a standoff there between police and protesters. We've certainly seen it turn violent with several cars, police vehicles that have been torched there. Many buildings around the city have also gone up in flames. And this is happening in around 30 states around America. Many, many cities across the United States are in complete chaos right now as rioters are taken to the streets and either overwhelming the police or sometimes we see the police are being ordered to stand down and let this organized chaos rule the day. Now, this is just another example, a perfect example of problem-reaction-solution. We have seen this story play out time and time again in other countries, and people here didn't give a damn at the time because it wasn't happening to them organized destabilization operations which preceded what we were told was regime change because of an oppressive dictator well now the weapons of war and these covert tactics of war have come home to roost and now president trump has ordered the pentagon to prepare the u.s military to deploy domestically inside the united states domestically here in our borders now i know that many of you are thinking that this is unconstitutional the president cannot do this he has no right to do this well he claims that under the Insurrection Act, he has every right to do this. And the military is on standby as we speak, if they haven't already been deployed. I don't know if you've seen the videos out there tonight, but it is getting worse and worse every night. And people are going to welcome uh, the military with open arms at this point. As the violence continues to escalate, I wouldn't be surprised if we see the military in the streets of America very soon, even possibly as soon as this weekend, as they have been ordered to be ready to deploy in as little as four hours. 
Now, the headlines are saying that Trump could deploy the military to Minneapolis, but do not be fooled. Once this can of worms is opened up, it will spread across the nation very quickly, and uh, people will beg for it at this point. And if you see the videos out there that are circulating tonight, it, it is extremely disturbing. Uh, most of these videos are on Twitter. Uh, they don't last very long on places like YouTube, as they are filled with extreme violence. As we see here, the U.S. military is currently monitoring protests in at least seven different states. Now, they would not be monitoring these protests if they weren't already drafting plans to, uh, in preparation to deploy there. I'm not saying they are for sure, but the, the writing is on the wall at this point. And today we have U.S. Attorney General Bob Barr admit that these protests are being organized. Uh, he basically insinuated that this is an organized attack against America. Uh, not from Russia or something like that, but from basically from within. Unfortunately, with the rioting that is occurring in many of our cities around the country, the voices of peaceful protest are being hijacked by violent radical elements. Groups of outside radicals and agitators are exploiting the situation to pursue their own separate and violent agenda. Mm. Yeah, like our government didn't make and set all that up to happen. In many places, it appears the violence is planned, organized, and driven by anarchic and left extremist groups, far-left extremist groups, using Antifa-like tactics, many of whom travel from outside the state to promote the violence. To me, these operations have the calling card of George Soros and CIA-type operations in this, uh, you know, from what everything we're seeing right here, these are uh, textbook destabilization operations that we've seen take place uh, time and time again. Today, we also had officials in Minnesota state that they are using essentially contact tracing methods to track rioters as they claim that 80% of the rioters in their state are from out of state and they're coming in an organized effort to create chaos. As we've begun making arrests we have begun analyzing the data of who we have arrested and begun actually doing what you would think is almost very similar to our COVID. It's, it's contact tracing. Yeah, of course. Uh, who are they? Every aspect of our life will be ruled by contact tracing if, if we let this happen. With uh, who, what platforms are they advocating for? Now, I bet you thought that contact tracing was only going to be used to fight the virus, right? <laughs> Well, probably not. I'm sure some of you have, everyone watching probably has seen through this already. But it sure didn't take long for these new normals, <laughs> these new methods to become the new normals, as they're already being used uh, against the public, the general public. But don't worry, it's only to catch the bad guys. And you know what? The people are going to welcome it. Go on Twitter and watch these videos, and you might think, you know what, maybe we do need the military in here, because it is getting ugly out there. Now, I just had Richie Allen on my show today, and we did a deeper dive in this whole topic, this whole scenario on a macro level. Make sure you guys tune in that report and check it out. And also follow me on Twitter if you want to see some of this crazy footage. I don't put out all of it. Some of the stuff is just too graphic, and, and I just... It's hard to even watch some of this stuff, to be honest with you, the extreme ultraviolence that is taking place. Uh, and, and we see that this country and the civil unrest is just growing and growing, and the police state response, you know, it's there, uh, but at the same time, 
there's a big lack. I mean, the the police can't be everywhere all the time. And you know what? Do we really want them to be? Well, of course, in a time of crisis, right? But that again, it plays this conundrum, this this dilemma, basically. Okay, where problem, reaction, solution comes into play here. Okay, the cities are being overrun by gangs and and criminals, and they're looting and beating people, and and even beating cops and setting things on fire, all this crazy stuff. So people want order, right? They want it to stop, right? Well, if the police aren't up to it and the National Guard isn't up to it, so so what then? The military? Well, what happens if the military can't do it? What then? The United Nations? I mean, this is a slippery slope. Yes. And no doubt about it, even uh, government... Uh, ultimately, if they let this all play out, it will ultimately be to get us into martial law and have the United Nation blue hats on our streets at this point are clearly stating that this is being organized okay this is not grassroots this is not because of uh, the policeman killed uh, george floyd okay as much as the media will tell you that this is these protests and these riots are because of george floyd being murdered by the police or being killed by the police they there are organizations and groups who are trying to capitalize on this situation it's divide and conquer it's uh, organized chaos chaos theory i mean it's it is unbelievable what is taking place right now and it's happening very very quickly we have entered phase two i i truly believe that this is phase two of a takeover operation yes, yes the u.s seems to be the main target right now but this is a global takeover operation if you've not already started to prepare and get ready I, w I would like to think that it's never too late, but surely time is running out. Uh, I'm not trying to scare everybody or, or anybody at all right now, but uh, you really have to pr be prepared. Be dependent from the system. If you think that this is bad right now, imagine how bad it would get if, if and when food shortages start to take place. As they are shutting down food uh, packaging plants you know, all across the country, food processing plants have been shut down. Uh, I had a great interview with Ice Age Farmer about this. He's doing some great work over there. Please go check it out. Very critical times that we are living in right now. Do not be dependent upon this system. Global governance is basically knocking at our door right now. The time is now to get prepared and be ready and do not be a victim. I'm Spiro. Stay tuned for more. Thanks for watching. Okay, so we have that. Let's keep going. Uh, covert Intel. Uh, military orders on secret internet protocol router mentioned insurrection act federal military deployment over riots now this is going a little bit further into what has already been mentioned with the situation already already deathly serious things took a decided turn late yesterday as president trump asked the pentagon to step in with a plan to quell the violence bombings and lootings that have been ravaging minnesota for the past few days even though our government had everything to do with letting this all happen and staging it uh, the Pentagon then ordered the Army to prepare units of military police to enter the city if and when the order is given. As we have already shown you last night, these multi-city outbreaks of violence and domestic terror attacks are being fueled and funded by George Soros and his Open Society Foundation, who is giving money for the mobilization of Black Lives Matter and Antifa. Right now, the United States already under a lockdown from COVID-19. We are now also in a state of civil war, pitting american patriots against the radical left who are bent on destroying us soros and his minions have done this multiple times over the last eight years but something tells me this just might be the big one official presidential orders on the secret internet protocol router or sipr system involve deployment of federal military troops with police powers to cities being smashed by rioters the authority quoted in these orders is the insurrection act 
Troops at four U.S. Army bases have been given ready-go orders, instructing troops at two bases to be ready within four hours of deployment order. The troops at the other two bases are to be ready within 24 hours' notice. As unrest spread, as civil unrest spreads across dozens of American cities on Friday, the Pentagon took the rare step of ordering the Army to put several active-duty U.S. military units on ready to deploy to Minnesota, Minneapolis where the police killing of George Floyd sparked the widespread protests. Soldiers from Fort Bragg in North Carolina and Fort Drum in New York have been ordered to be ready to deploy, to deploy within four hours, according to three people with direct knowledge of these orders. Soldiers in Fort Carson in Colorado and Fort Riley in Kansas have been told to be ready within 24 hours, so that gives you a little more specifics there. The people did not want their names used because they were not authorized to, to discuss the preparations. The get ready orders were sent verbally on Friday after President Trump asked Defense Secretary Mark Esper for military options to help quell unrest in Minneapolis after protests descended into looting and arson uh, in the city. Trump made the request on a phone call from the Oval Office on Thursday night that included Esper and National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien and several others. The president asked Esper for rapid deployment options if the Minneapolis police continued to spiral out of control. Uh, when the White House asks for options, someone opens the drawer and pulls them out, so to speak, the official said. The person said that the military units would be deployed under the Insurrection Act of 1807, which was last used in the 1992 riots in Los Angeles that followed the Rodney King trial. If this, if this is where the president is headed response-wise, it would represent a significant escalation and a determination that the various state and local authorities are not up to the task of responding to the growing unrest, said Brad Moss, a Washington, D.C.-based attorney who specializes in national security. Minnesota Governor Tim Waltz ordered 500 of his National Guard troops into Minneapolis, St. Paul, and the surrounding communities. So that gives you a little more specifics there. Now, then we also have this. China orders evacuation of all students from the USA. Chinese government is contacting all Chinese students in the United States and ordering them to return immediately. Details are as follows. The government of China is even commencing an air shuttle service from Washington, D.C. to Sichuan, China every day until all students are out of the country. I mean, they're not just doing this for no reason. Here is the official notice to be issued by China's embassies in the USA to formally announce the evacuation of students. Here's the notice. It's in Chinese, but then here's the rough translation from an automated Google translation site if you want to read it. Okay. Covert Intel also indicates that the students that after the students are removed, China will then order the Chinese nationals to depart the, the USA as well. This will only leave those that are deliberately positioned the chinese belligerents in the united states i wonder what they'll be doing uh sarcastically u.s intel is under the general impression that china is now taking steps in advance to go to war with the united states there is also genuine belief that the, this is a move to evacuate students is also a go signal to the chinese spies to get out as well if a war between the U.S. and China was merely over Taiwan or the South China Sea, there would be no reason to order students to leave the USA. There would be no plans to order nationals to leave the USA either. Since both those orders are now coming out, though, it is the assessment of the U.S. intel that any war between China and the U.S. will see hot fighting here on U.S. soil, perhaps with a Chinese first strike. Uh, that seems to be the only reason China would seek to evacuate its people. 
they plan to strike us. Now again, this is speculation, but I got to put this out there as a watchman. China will begin the evacuation of flights on June 4th. So um, that's all going down. Okay, so that's all I have for part one. And we will go to part two next. So God bless you and see you in part two.